Evening prayer starts on page 21. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the old earth stand in awe of him. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together, to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray thee, pray and beseech you as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, under the throne of heavenly grace, saying, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 27 begins on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me up upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head above mine enemies round about me. 
Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way, because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-second verse of the fifth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. These words the Lord spoke to all your assembly, in the mountain from the midst of the fire, the cloud, and the thick darkness, with a loud voice. And he added no more. And he wrote them on two tablets of stone, and gave them to me. So it was, when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, that you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, Surely the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God speaks with man, yet he still lives. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any more. Then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire, as we have, and lived? You go near and hear all that the Lord our God may say, and tell us all that the Lord our God says to you, and we will hear and do it. Then the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me, and the Lord said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go and say to them, Return to your tents. But as for you, stand here by me, and I will speak to you all the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which you shall teach them, that they may observe them in the land which I am giving them to possess. Therefore you shall be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live, and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. 
and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 31st verse of the 25th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nuc Dimittis on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the church, in continual godliness, that through thy protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly given to serve thee in good works to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I believe one of the best days of my Anglican life was um, having, uh, at that time, now Bishop, but then um, Father Scarlet hear my confession, and as a result, and at the end, one of my assignments was to study and read Psalm 27. Uh, together with Psalm 81, 27, and 81 have become my two favorites. Interesting, they were both assigned to me after confession. I often extol the first few verses of, in Psalm 27 about not being, not needing to be afraid of whom then shall I fear, and of, of whom shall I be afraid. But I want to look at some of the other verses tonight. We've been reading this last week or two about enemies opposing us and opposing Israel and opposing Jesus and opposing the apostles in our walk of faith. And I'm thinking at verse 3 of Psalm 27, it's just a, a verse that kind of um, describes the whole thing. And in fact, actually uh, truly describes what happened to Hezekiah recently. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war may rise against me. In this I will be confident. So it fits in with our readings because we've seen enemies in camp about Israel, uh, enemies in camp about our church, enemies in camp around us personally. And what is our answer? In verse 4 we read, One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his temple. So we want to live in the house of the Lord, and we do. We have the opportunity through the indwelling of the Spirit to live in the kingdom at this, at this moment. So that's why we can say all the days of our life. And we do this because of verse 5. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me, and he shall set me upon a high rock. And we see how this works a little more as we look into our Deuteronomy reading. And a reminder, Moses is speaking to the, to the children of the parents who would uh, were not going to be able to see the promised land because of their lack of faith. And he's reminding them that what their parents did when he went up on the mountain while God was speaking to him, uh, and he was up, and the people anxiously made up things to worry about. Like, if we stand here and don't do anything, we will be, we will be consumed. 
And my reaction is, what baloney that is. And this is what we are inclined to do. We go out into the future, we grab an unlikely possibility and bring it back to the present and let it shape our reaction to life. So we allow this anxiety to take us out of the kingdom living that, we, that we're in. And just like the people in that time who did the same thing. That's the definition for me of anxieties to going into the future and bringing back a, a not even maybe likely outcome, but worrying about it. We need to stop this kind of thinking process. And in psychology, we call that a, a thought stopping exercise. And it takes time and effort, but our time and effort can be sent and can be directed. Because certainly these people weren't good enough to appear before God, just like we are not good enough to appear before God. And these people that Moses was talking about, they chose avoidance as their response. And uh, so, yeah, we are, we are not good enough. We might be consumed. And so their response, let's go out and play a stupid game and win stupid prizes. And of course, they made the golden calf. And, and we remember what their stupid prize was. Number one is they're not going into the promised land. And many of them perished. So it's better to acknowledge our sin before the Lord, humble ourselves and allow God's love and mercy to change us as we follow his commandments and live in obedience to him. Uh, verse 32 of our passage says, therefore you shall be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you that you may live and that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. So just like the Psalm, we're talking about living, even our lives now is the beginning of living in the kingdom. So we come in Matthew 25 to the end of the Olivet Discourse from the Mount of Olives, the eschatological um, discourse of Jesus about the end times. And what Jesus does finally, he, he explains to people how the camel will fit through the eye of the needle. And so instead of playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes, we make a different choice. Instead, we live with God's spirit indwelling us. We fight and purge our old self, our anxiety habits, and our, our need to anxiously try to earn our way into the kingdom and be good enough. And instead, we choose to live in our prayer. And we become the men and women God desires us to be. That as we continue in our faith, we live a new life following his commandments and walking in his holy ways so that we come before his throne, not with a list of our self-justifying accomplishments, but only the offering of ourselves and our service. So that as we, as we lay on our face before God with this offering and we're claiming the cross of Jesus, the king speaks to us. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. So a few thoughts on today's reading. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And I... I really like when we do that. I like to go from the intercession and go to the thanksgiving and then into the prayer for God's protection through the night, all found right in a row there. And accept, O Lord, our intercession for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. 
Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercies, for our being, our reason, and all of their endowments and faculties of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy only Son into the world, to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of all our duty toward thee. We bless thee for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of the Holy Spirit, for thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives, and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day, beseeching thee to continue these thy blessings to us, and to give us grace to show our thankfulness and a sincere obedience to his laws, through whose merits and intercession we receive them all, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In particular, we beseech thee to continue thy gracious protection to us this night. Defend us from all dangers and mischiefs and from the fear of them, that we may enjoy such refreshing sleep as may fit us for the duties of the coming day, and grant us grace always to live in such a state that we may never be afraid to die, so that living and dying we may be thine, through the merits and satisfaction of thy Son, Christ Jesus, in whose name we offer up these our imperfect prayers. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Really good to be with you. Thank you, Robert, for assisting me. It's good to see all of you, and we'll look forward to the uh, 23rd week in Trinity tomorrow. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Thank good you, night, Bob, everybody. <laughs>